Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my god! You know what? You just made the list! Oh no! Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. The first period starts right now. Welcome to another episode of the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. Your home for the perfect blend of a lot of hockey and wrestling talk. Your pals, Rob and Dave. Kickstart my heart. Folks, are you ready? Are you breathing okay after free agency? I, uh, I saw, I think I tweeted out to, I want to say it was Nashville. Yes. Had the, the Joker from Batman, whatever. Which one? Okay. With the Joker and... And it says, and here at noon, it tw- they tweeted out right. him saying, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're, we are recording this day one of the NHL free agency period. By the way, happy Canada Day. Yeah. Happy, happy hockey day go in Canada. have your poutine and tell us that what all about. A la boot. <laughs> I love your strip clubs. I mean, dancing establishments. Oh, yeah. Well, if my wife doesn't listen to this. What? <laughs> So as we sit here recording this, this, this at three thirty-two, my goodness, have the last twenty-four hours been? It's been a shit show for. Wow, a lot of money, a lot of money, a lot of money flying in the NBA. I know we don't talk basketball, but holy crap, yeah, it's a ridiculous. lot of money went went that way yesterday. And of course, as soon as the the big guys started going to their NBA teams, all of a sudden, and the NHL was like, "Wait a second, hold my." Poutine. <laughs> yeah, hold my poutine, because we're making as much as your agents are making. We're now leaking everything that's supposed to happen oh my God. tomorrow at noon. I tweeted out something. It was 10 years ago the highest paid hockey player was Yager at like $10 million. The highest paid basketball player was Shaq at like 12, right. 13 million. And today and now it's... it's the highest paid hockey player. It's probably going to be Panarin. Sure, like 13 or whatever. Close to 13 million. And the highest paid basketball player is making 34, 40, 40 million dollars <laughs> a year. <clears throat> the Brooklyn Nets signed the guy for four years. Three of one of those years, this next season, he's not playing a minute because he has a torn Achilles. But he signed a four year deal. Crazy shit, man. But we're here to talk about a lot of hockey yeah. and discussing a lot of wrestling because a lot of news wrestling-wise yeah. uh, came out. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And um, if there are long periods of, of shush, um, it's because we are v- 
viciously refreshing our Twitter feeds to find yes. out uh, new uh, new notes. So um, if you hear from one of us not talking for a while, it's because we're, <laughs> we're refreshing up. TSN yes. free plug. <clears throat> so to talk about our the Devils first. Uh, yeah. <sighs> We've qualified Brendan Baddock, Pavel Zaka, Will Butcher, Connor Carrick, Josh Jacobs, and Mirko Mueller, Mirko Mueller who I was kind of shocked that we did that. We did not go for Cam Johnson, Ryan Murphy, and, and the nose, the Stefan Nosen. I'm fine with all three of those guys not getting a cam- contract. Cam Johnson, we have... Uh, well, we drafted a guy, a goalie. We so. drafted a couple of goalies that are coming in. Gil Sane is coming over, so he became pretty much irrelevant. Ryan Murphy eh. didn't really... I mean, you're talking about a guy that's on the wrong side of 28 years old. And not really causing it. He's not really going to be anybody in our system. He's just going to end up like a Santini. Yeah, it's not. he's not going to play for us, essentially. He's not going to get called up. And Nosen, I mean, it was nice. He was, he, was, he was a pleasant surprise for a year and a half. But then we've got too many kids that we're holding down for a guy that isn't really going to win you or lose you a game. True. I mean, for a pawn, we're not really, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. Uh, Brandon Baddock, I'm, I'm kind of surprised we kept. He's, he's really just a goon, but I guess you need that kind of thing to protect the young players that are going to be filling Binghamton's roster right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zaka is pen. I would guess now based on our signing is going to be penciled in, at either third or fourth line center. And then you also have to worry. Well, now we get compensation for it, but you also think that is he a um, offer sheet candidate just based off of potential? I mean, I, I know his potential is dwindling. Nah. Nah. Um, you have a guy like Will Butcher now uh, as an offer sheet, so you don't know. I mean, look, if somebody wants to take a flyer on it, okay. Yeah, but no one's offering him anything that we're going to get more than a second or third round pick at best. I mean, so, they, they say what offer sheets are for the mid tiers. Yeah. I don't know well, if you want to call us our mid tiers, tell Sebastian Ahu he's mid tier. Oh, we'll get to that. In a Connor minute. Carrick will be our probably will probably be our seventh defenseman. He'll be the guy that scratched most games unless they sit Andy green a lot this year to kind of rest his old bones before if we make, and Mirko, I hope he gets a two-way fucking deal because I don't want to see him. <laughs> yeah, I think he he lo- he was getting to a point of getting some sort of momentum, and then he decided to just like totally crash and break his uh, collarbone. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. And, and then I thought he was. I texted you. You were at that game. <laughs> yeah, I was, it was like, like he, he's I dead. I think he's dead. <laughs> this man here is dead. Then cross him off. Um, we let's see. RFA's tender. Da 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 da. Yeah, we did that already. Uh. So today, July 1, our big signing is Wayne Simmons. One year, $5 million. I actually really like the deal just for the simple fact that if we suck balls again, his $2.5 million salary that'll be at the deadline-ish is an easy trade. Mm-hmm. And, and he would be a, you can a, recoup a, a third second. or second round. Mm-hmm. You can, we can recoup next year's second round pick. Right. 
I mean, maybe we trade him back to Nashville <laughs> and get our second <laughs> get round get pick. pick <clears throat> so other news notes, we have to try to run through this because there's so much, and we haven't even gotten to the signings in the last, shit, it looks like five minutes. <laughs> Were there any big names in the last five minutes? I don't uh, think so. Calvin Pickard. He's a goalie. Other than that, Nick Shore has been all over the place. Daniel Carr goes from Vegas to Nashville. Um, I mean, Cam Talbot went to the Flames. Um, Kapanen and Johnson got signed by the Leafs. Now, <sighs> there were rumors that Cam Talbot was going to retire. And now he's playing with Dude, the there Flames. were rumors that we were, that the Devils were like kicking the tires on him to be like the next Eddie uh, Eddie Locke in the, in the minors. But... Right now, Cam, uh, well, they they have Riddich. So Cam Talbot is going to be the backup in Calgary. Uh, Toronto has signed Kasperi Kapanen to a three-year extension. Comes out to 3.2 annually. While Andres Johansson has signed a four-year deal with Toronto with an annual salary of 3.4. Now, with a team that's cap-strapped, right, and with the moves that they made, isn't this kind of chipping away at, at – I know Mitch Marner is the buzzword here, but isn't it just like chipping away at what you can give Mitch Marner, like – it is, but you have to think one of their contracts mm-hmm. is Marlowe's. Because when they traded Patrick Marlowe to Carolina, they took his whole salary. Oh, okay. So he was really, I think it was only like $3.8 million that they were getting. So that salary that one of these guys just signed is really just... So they're not, I mean, they're three point. I would say they're about $3 million more in the hole than they were before July 1. I mean, again, you don't, I mean, an offer sheet's an offer sheet for next season. That That's, that's what, I mean, he's signed for one more year. That That's that's Mitch Marner right now. Right? Is he? No. He's, he's, he's an RFA. RFA, so he's got this whole season, that's it. No, he's done. Like, he. Oh, really? Yeah, there's no, it's not like. I'm just being stupid. Not, I had a brain fart. Yeah, it's not like. Like Taylor Hall has one more year, we can extend him. And RFA is he's coming off of his entry level deal today. So much like they had last year in Toronto with the uh, Nylander, Nylander mm-hmm. same kind of thing. Like you're you either sign with us, sign an offer sheet, or you go play somewhere else, not in the NHL. And what's weird is with all these big names going in the free agency today. Mitch Marner's name, honest to God, between when yeah, I woke yeah. up at like seven o'clock this morning till right now, there hasn't been a sniff nope. of that name at all, which is, I don't know if it's scary. I don't know if it's, if some, look, there's no deadline to make an offer sheet, right? There's just the deadline of once he, once you give it, December, then you have seven right. days until the, what, the beginning of the season? Till dis- well, even you have till I think it's December first. Yes, for him to be uh, el- playoff eligible, to right? Play right. Um, <clears throat> but the only thing I read about Marner today, and I think it was Bob McKenzie said something along the lines of like, Toronto is making its final push. Meaning here, here's what it is. That's it. Right. And I heard I read that it's either a three-year deal or five, right? Or a five, but. What Toronto really wants is for him to sign a two-year deal, like two years, eight and a half million, and then the cap will go up. You hope. guys will come off of their yeah. payroll, and now he'll be able to sign for even more than the ten plus million he's looking for. 
Do you think he wants to leave Toronto? I don't know. I don't think so, but I also think that if he signs with Toronto, he better be the fucking the, the Jesus of hockey because the minute he misses a net or doesn't score a goal and they're losing games. Scrutinized. Oh, that, that, that town's going to jump up and down on poor Mitchell. <laughs> Mitch Marner sounds so much better than Mitchell. Mitchell. <laughs> Every time I hear Mitchell, you know what I think about? Family. Uh, I think of real genius. Real genius? No, I think of um, modern family. Anyway. So uh, another trade? Or are we still talking Leafs? Uh, I mean, look, you, you're starting to eat away at whatever potential cap you have. So there's already been an offer sheet today. Why not another one? Why not? Maybe somebody was just waiting for it. I mean, Who's, that offer sheet just came in, so. Yeah, I mean, who? what other team now? And we can take the Rangers out of it. Yeah, we're jumping shit, but we can take the Rangers out of having yeah, any offer sheet. They don't have the. Because after Panarin, they're done. You know, spoiler alert. Um, who's well, left that has cap space? Colorado and us, right? Yeah. Florida's out of it because they've signed Bobrovsky. Spoiler alert. Um, look, can I can I still hold out hope? Uh I wouldn't do, do just because I don't think Ray would go with the whole four first round picks. I, I just, my, I just don't see it. My whole thing is the, the more you say Taylor Hall, we want you to stay. We're doing everything possible. And then for Taylor Hall to turn around and goes, fuck Ray, dude, you went too overboard. And where, right. where do I fit? Where's in my now? money? Right. Yeah, just like, fit in? just like Parisi did. Like I wasn't good enough for you. You had to go out and get Kobe. And then you sign him to this fucking, 15-year deal. What about me? Hurricanes acquire Erica Hola from the uh, Knights. Hola, hola. <laughs> hola, hola, players. <laughs> this player's going to the Hurricanes. Hola, 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 hola. For Nicholas Roy or Wah. Wah. Whatever. You're never going to see Nicholas or Wah. Uh, other, another trade. The Colorado Avalanche have acquired Andre Burkowski from the Washington Capitals for a 2020, so next year, second round and third, and pending unrestricted free agent Scott Kosmachuk, who is never going to see Washington. <laughs> and I think Andre Bur- Burakovsky was simply a change of scenery trade. And I, I, think, think that's... I think they were expecting him to be a top six player. Like a, a Marcus Johansson replacement? Yeah, I yeah. think that's exactly why they let Marcus Johansson go. Was because they thought Burakovsky was going to be the man, and he the uh, fucking man, and he did not live up to the hype. I mean, he had a, when they won the cup, he had a good playoff, <laughs> mm-hmm. but then this year, he, I mean, he, when you're playing with Ovi or you're playing with Nicholas Backstrom or you're playing with Kuznetsov, and you're still not putting up points, yeah, you're 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 expected to do more than maybe there maybe that trade does open up the window for them to bring Mojo back. Maybe. Uh, Buffalo sends a second pick in 2021 and a fifth round in 2020 to Vegas for defenseman Colin Miller. Vegas needs needed to drop, still needs to drop. They're over the cap at the current moment. And Buffalo seems to be just picking up so much, fuck, so many players. I can't imagine them having many, much space left for contracts. Much money space. Much mini money. <laughs> Words are tough. <laughs> I love Brian Regan. Mm-hmm. It's a cup of dirt. <laughs> it's a cup. 
dirt in it. <clears throat> Just fail me. They have, according to Cap Friendly, they have 18 people on their roster. I don't know, I don't know about that, but they have 37 of 50 contracts. They're fucking shipping up to Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, that's where I want to go, Buffalo. Mm, Buffalo Buttes. Hey, but, Buffalo got uh, um, Jimmy Vesey back. <laughs> Jimmy Vesey. Look, we'll get into that later. I just I don't understand that trade when you're when you're going young. I, I don't. Anyway, we'll get to it. Um, Aris, here's the big one. This was the the big after PK. This is probably the biggest trade. The Arizona Coyotes have acquired Phil the Thrill Hot Dog Kessel and Dane Burks. You're never gonna hear about <laughs> Dane Birkenstocks uh, and a fourth round pick next year. While the Penguins have acquired from Phoenix or Arizona, whatever the fuck they're called this week, uh, Alex Skelchiniuk and P.O. or Pierre Oliver. This, Joseph. Actually, this was a what, one for one? Just call it it, was, really, it really was. One for one. The but fourth round's a throw in. <clears throat> I, Kessel, okay. Kessel really only wanted to go to Phoenix. Is because, it because, because of um, the head coach, right? Uh, yeah, Turcotte. Mm. Not Turcotte. Talk it. Talk it. Um, and Alec, Galianchuk, come on. That's what, twice in two years? Yeah, but this is a good spot for him because he's either wow. he's really going to play with either Malkin or Crosby. And now it's one of those, now you can't complain. You were the man in Montreal. Say it right. Didn't work it's out for you. The, the fucking man. man. You're, you're either the fucking man in Montreal, which didn't work out, so or we traded you. Or you're the fucking goat. Right? Right. Or, or then we <clears throat> traded you to Phoenix where you could have been the fucking man and you weren't. You could so, have been the fucking cactus. So now you're going to go to Pittsburgh and be playing with two fucking man. Two fucking men. <laughs> so this is his, I would say this is Alex Gilchenyuk's last chance of being a top six forward. I mean, he's a good player. Mm-hmm. Maybe he goes from being a highly touted offensive dynamo when he was in juniors to finishing his career Bobby Carpenter style, you know, where he's going to be the one thing, a good defensive third or fourth liner. Now, I cannot get into the head of a hockey player, and I don't understand how um, Kessel can be pissed, being that the coach basically said, I want to spread out the scoring so we have three scoring lines, so we're going to break up Kessel, put him on the third line to enter that scoring. If it was me and trying to be that team first kind of guy. Yeah, but he's not. <clears throat> I mean, just because you had, you know, you got a thorn in your ass because, you know, you got pushed to the third line to stretch out scoring, and now you're in, you're going to be in Arizona where, what, contracts go to essentially almost die. I mean, yeah. wh- who's who's he going to play with? Uh, he'll probably play with Clayton Keller and who's their other big center? Why am I going blank? But the thing with Kessel is he can score, and he has scored Everywhere he's been. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to him, you know, he can do it on his own. And I think he wanted to be the guy that people relied on mm-hmm. as opposed to, wow, Arizona has almost no cap space. They have a million dollars. <laughs> a million seven. How's um, uh, Oliver Ekman Larson? How's, how's he? <laughs> well, no, he's good. <laughs> Let's they have Derek Stepan, so he's good. They traded for Carl Soderberg. He'll be a good third-line center. Um, 
How After the, their first line, they're a little sketchy. How how are the hot dogs out there in Arizona? Let's let's. They're let's, hot. You don't even. You could just throw them on a rock outside your house to dry heat, though. To dry heat. <clears throat> to dry heat. <clears throat> yeah, Arizona has really good defense because you have El, you know, Ol, Oel. O- O-E-L. You have Goligoski a good defenseman. You have Charmelson, who's good. Jacob Chickering's a good young defenseman. He got hurt last year, and he signed long term. Um, Demers is a good five six guy. So they have a good two lines. It's just everybody past their two lines is Michael Grabner, yeah, Brad Richardson, Mitchell Friedman. Oh. That's from Major League. Uh, buyout alert. Vancouver has bought out Ryan Spooner. So would would you? No. I mean, on a on nope. a PTO. Nope. Okay. Uh, Dallas gave up on the Russian experiment. Uh, Vladimir Valimir Nikushkin on a tryout. Nope. No, thank you. I'm not picking up another man's garbage. Uh, well, he was a what? 13th, he was a he was a big pick. pick and yeah, that's great. Like, Four years, four or five years ago. And then he ran to Russia, so he's going to go back to Russia anyway. Did he? Yep. Mm. Uh, the Oilers bought out Andre, Andre Sakara, uh, who then in turn signed a one-year deal with Dallas. Okay. And the I Flyers had, bought out David Schlemmer. I had no idea, David. I thought he was still in Montreal. So did I. <laughs> I think he got traded this year. Oh. Uh, coaching alert, the Maple Leafs have named former Flyers head coach Dave Hextall as an assistant. Good for Dave Hextall. Um, the Ottawa has named Davis Payne, which just sounds like a wrestler's name. Uh, <laughs> sounds like he should be tagging with fucking Baron Corbin. Davis Payne. Uh, the Dallas Stars have hired John Stevens, another former head coach, as an assistant coach. He was the head coach for the Flyers and the LA Kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, another trade alert, Carolina seems to be in the trade business this year. They traded with Florida to get James, James Reamer, Reamer for Scott Darling, who, who they, was, they cut, who, right, who was going to get bought out and a sixth round pick. And as soon as I saw that trade come across my feet, I was like, oh, guess where Bobrovsky is going? Yep. Instantly. Because yep. Luongo retired, Reamer's out. Well, the other thing about Luongo retiring, did you hear about that? Because he's over 35 for the next... Three years, Vancouver has to pay three million dollars. And I think I was listening to um, Pierre LeBron on like a TSN snippet that put it out there, and it, him or the guys he was talking about said something like, "This has to get fixed. Like this shouldn't be on Vancouver's. Well, I mean, thing. Like you know what I mean? Like, but I, I guess you can look on both sides of it. It's like he hasn't been in Vancouver for how long? Versus, well, Vancouver signed him to that contract, so." Uh, Another trade. The Canadians send a second round pick in 2020, a seventh round pick in 2020, and a third round for 2021 to the Blackhawks for Andrew Shaw. Or to the to the Blackhawks go Andrew Shaw, and everybody in Chicago is like, "Why?" Getting the band back together. (laughs) Yeah. If this was on a mission from God. (laughs) Why? I don't. I think because Andrew Shaw was one of those guys that could actually play with Taves. Okay, you know? but how many years ago? Like that they did win cups. So <clears throat> I mean, again, we can't be we can't point fingers as devil fans 
for the Blackhawks because how many times did we bring Claude Lemieux back? How many times did we bring Mo Gilney back? How many times? I get it. Did we bring Scott Gomez back? Hey, Gomez proved, I mean, it was what, garbage minutes kind of thing, but he was right when he came back. It wasn't, you know, the 53 goal (laughs) Gomez that decided to jump ship, but whatever. The Canadians also traded a fourth round pick. Well, they got a fourth round pick. Yes. From Anaheim for Nicholas Delures. Bless you. Um, Again, I think this was Montreal cleaning up as much cap space as possible so that they can offer sheet. Yeah, Aho. Aho. I just I mean Aho they they need us they need a center. <clears throat> so Aho fits for them. Uh trade alert. And the, th- th- this one. This is another one that like everybody was everybody was like, well why? Ottawa's traded Zaitsov, Connor Brown and Carcone. I don't know who the fuck that is. To Toronto for Cody Cece, who is an RFA, Ben Harper, Her. Luke Chuck, and a pick, and a pick. Well, Zaitsev for Cece. That's essentially what. It right, but Toronto to. wanted to clear up space. So what Toronto could, in theory, do is lowball Cece. He doesn't sign. They let him sit. <clears throat> right. To either take this low ball off or not. So that opened up more cap space for them, again, to go after, to be able to sign Marner. Uh, another trade, Jimmy Vesey from the New York Rangers has been traded to Buffalo today for a third-round pick. Uh, not this year, but next year. I don't understand that if you're go- – was. I mean, was Jimmy Vesey making so much money or going to demand so much money that he needed to be traded out for a Panarin deal? I I'd- think it's just a culture change, a giant culture change. In in the locker room now, the Ranger. I think VC. He didn't strike me as a, too much hype. Is a happy guy, <laughs> like he he striked me as being like kind of dickish. Isn't it? But isn't this a little karma? Right. He went yeah. to Buffalo and he said, "Screw this." Should have got a no trade clause in his fucking deal when there. he signed with the Rangers. Oh well. I I just look at it as you're young. You want to stay young. You want to go young. I don't know. Maybe, but then again, maybe yeah, locker room, whatever. It, I, and... I think, I think it was VC and Hayes, and who's the other fucking guy, Brady Shea, that they were like a clique of guys that like hung out, they lived together, and maybe it was just Quinn being like, "You guys are fucked up," yeah. you know, and maybe. I don't want, I don't want that, that toxic. Uh party environment in our locker room and also there's whispers of of um Kreider going to a canadian team montreal or right. um yeah i i think i think thing. this is <clears throat> house cleaning yeah i think this is jd and what's his name uh Groton. gordon gordon yeah gordon uh wanting to bring in their guys can i can i just say i love the davidson Getting back into the Rangers yeah. thing. I loved him when he was doing broadcasts. I'm going to love him. He is the best color commentator that this area had. When it when Fox used to be, it used to be Doc Emmerich and JD. And JD. And then sometimes when they did the national games, it was Gary Thorne and JD. Mm-hmm. That, was the, the, that was the best combination of those three. And now we have the worst commentators. We really do. I mean, nothing against 
Erica Watcher and things like that. But who recently got engaged? Congratulations. congratulations. I'm sure you listen. Uh, but as far as Sam and Steve Cangelosi and who's the fucking Islander guy? Yeah, uh, there's an, yeah, there's no. Uh, it, there's just it's so hometown. Homerish. Oh, it makes me sick. Like I, 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 there are times that I watch a Devil game on mute. There, there are times where I mean, out of the three, I mean, I know I'm I'm a Devils fan, so I'm supposed to hate the Rangers. I would rather listen to a Rangers broadcast than an Islander broadcast. No, I'd rather not watch that game and at all. Oh. <laughs> the, I can't listen to the Rangers. The only person I hate more than the Rangers is the Bruins. Oh, with Jack, Jack Edwards, Edwards, former ESPN guy. Oh God, Jack Edwards, you suck. No one likes Jack Edwards. Canadians uh, decided to offer sheet Sebastian Ajo to a five-year deal worth around about 8.545 mil. A lot of signing bonus, minimal salary in the first couple of years. Everybody's complaining, or not complaining, but suggesting that it's easy enough for Carolina to say, yes, we will match it, and that's it. So- but it's it's smart by the Canadians because if they were to accept this, meaning Montreal gets Ajo, they're only giving up a first, a second, and a third, as opposed to if they went, I think it's like... A little bit higher, yeah. $200,000 more, four, four it would have been four first-round picks. So, smart. Uh, that's what I said to do to Marner until his camp came out and was like, we want $11 million, and uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, all of that happened over the course of, what, 12 hours? Then the signings hit, or the rumors of signings hit yesterday, and then they really started today. Hey, Bo Bennett's going to be back in the league. Yeah, after the KHL stint. He's going to uh, Phoenix. Good for you, bud. Good for you. Another former devil, David Mm. Worofsky. He only played like a game two years ago. Signed with Pittsburgh. He was with Pittsburgh to begin with, so. Pittsburgh. Uh, The big ones, though. Dallas Stars really seem to be making, and you're wrong, Matt Zuccarello stayed. Um, oh, that's right, yeah. Ooh. The Dallas Stars are going big time. I feel like we should be playing Peter Gabriel's big time. Uh, they went after Joe Pavelski for three years. What, what's his salary come out to? I would, If I had to guess, it was seven a year for uh, Pavelski. I think so. Uh, Matt Zuccarello yeah. signed with them. Not the Stars. He went to the Wild. No, he didn't. He signed with the Stars. Hold on. I'm going to look down at this list right now. I'm 99% sure. Lands with the Wild. I'm looking at the list. Him and Hartman went to the Wild. Because everybody was complaining that they'd spent way too much on Matt Zuccarello. So he can... Oh, yeah. You're right. So he can go buddy-buddy with Parisi and Sutter. I mean, good for him getting the money. Is but it worth it? Not my money. <laughs> not my team. <sighs> True. Um, yeah, Hartman. Did you hear the story about Hartman? Mm-mm. That he went, he went on Instagram or Twitter or whatever and like showed a picture of like a beautiful lake. And he's like, going off the grid for a while. Mm-hmm. See you July 1st. Right. And in that time, he went from, I think he was on Phoenix or Chicago. And he got, no. Yeah, was it? No, he was on Nashville. Okay. Got traded to the Flyers. He didn't know. <laughs> Got traded then from the Flyers then, bought him out, making him a UFA. 
he didn't know his mom was tweeting and Facebook messaging like, Ryan, you need to call your mom. <laughs> That's cool. And now he signs with Minnesota, so good for him. Brett Connolly signs with the Florida Panthers, which seems to be the hot spot. Four years, $15 million, so that comes roughly out to, what, about three-plus? Yeah. Uh, Richard Panic, he signs with the Washington Capitals. Four years, $10 million plus, so that's about 2.5. Good for him. He'll be a nice little grind. I mean, that'll be a nice little grinder line if you put him with uh, Wilson. Steve, not Steve Duchesne. He's not Matt playing. Duchesne. Matt Duchesne. Uh, joins the Preds in the non, the most non-exciting signing that everybody knew was going to happen to begin with. I, yeah, I think what once... Um once Subban came to the Devils, everybody's like, okay, Matt, no, Duchesne, Matt, Matt Duchesne's Duchesne. going to He has a house there already, so uh, he basically goes, what is it, eight times seven? Yep. So good for you. Uh, Spez is going to the Leafs for, for one year. This is his swan song goodbye. Uh, I, I know that he had interest in going to back to Ottawa, and I guess they could care less. Care less. <laughs> so he went to, Otto, he went to the, the Leafs for a giant fuck you. Uh, the Ottawa Senators sign Ron Hainsey and Tyler Ennis because they have about nine people on their roster and they're all under the age of 20, so they needed to fill in their roster. Jonas Donskoy sign, will be signing with the Colorado Avalanche. Which was a little a little hit to us. where We, we wanted him, but you and I, meaning we. Basically comes out to about $10.5 million. Good for him. Uh, now the big one. Probably the big signing of the day. The yeast man. I mean, the bread man. Yeah. He's now the yeast man. He's Can't wait. I wish I wish we, it, hockey was more like wrestling. Right. And there was just like when the first time he plays in the Prudential Center, it'd be like. Cinnamon someone, Toast Man from no, the No, Stimpy? like the bread man gave me a yeast infection kind <laughs> of sign. <laughs> you have to buy an extra ticket and bring <laughs> that sign with you. Um <laughs> But he signs seven years, and I believe the AAV is somewhere in, around in the high elevens. High, it's like eleven point six plus. Good, good for you. Good, I mean, good for you. The, the Rangers have never been a team that are hurting for the dollar. I, I just, and because of that, and if you if you were looking over your social media for the past twenty four hours, all you heard was it, it's a, it's a wrestling match between the Rangers, Florida, and the Islanders, and then Florida dropped out, and then it was Rangers and Islanders, Rangers and Islanders, and I, I just get the feeling that Panarin was just stringing Lamarillo along, just stringing him along and see if he can get a couple extra $100,000 out of the deal and then go to the Rangers and go, well, you know, Lou's offering this. Can you match it? Yeah. Lou, Lou got screwed. Oh, well, good. But you know what? For all the glory that he brought us. Lou? After, yeah. After 2000... I want to say, when did Niedermeyer leave? After the lockout, mm. 2005. That was the moment that Lou started to kind of just yeah. throw darts against the wall and hope that they stuck. Because he was tied to Bobrovsky and Panarin, and that's all you heard. Meanwhile, Andrews Lee and Robin Lerner were just sitting there going, hey. Yeah, there's we'll also at, talk of them trading Letty and Boychuk. Trading them? Yeah. What? Wow. So look, Andrews Lee is still out there. I no, not for if, what he's asking. Re, I was just gonna say reasonable numbers. Sure, if he what was, he's asking for, like I, I think I heard something about nine. 
No Nine a year? If he was asking for a little more than Palmieri, like five and a half, mm-hmm. maybe with bonuses, it bumps it to like a little over six. Short term, maybe like four years. Sure. But over six million? No thanks. The thing about when, when you look at these big free agents that are that are supposed to sign somewhere and you don't hear anything about about them. You haven't heard anything about Andrews Lee at all. No. Is he is he that July second free agent that signs? Is he deep into the off season that he signs? Well what, when we're done with who's been signed, let's yeah. let's bring up a list of who's guys not who's not signed mm-hmm. and we'll see where he falls like comparative wise what he might be waiting for. Uh, Brandon Tanef went to the Pittsburgh Penguins, basically four times six. So he's going to, is it four million times six years or six million times four years? Either way, they needed to fill in. They need a new uh, Patrick Cornquist, and that's the kind of guy for it. The San Jose Sharks have re-signed Timo Meyer, who is also a guy that was eligible for a offer sheet, four years times... Six million, so good for him. I would have been okay offering him that. And I think anybody that would have offered sheeted him a little bit more than that, San Jose probably would have matched. Mm-hmm. So the Red Wings sign bring back Valtteri Filpola for a two year deal. Which is another loss for Lou. Yeah, but I think Lou is ready to bring up some of those kids. He's got he's got Bellows there. He's got He's got to make room either or trade Josh Hosang. He's been in the minors way too long. Um, who's the other big one? Oliver Wallstrom. So he's got room. He's got replacements for those lower lines. Florida signed Anton Strollman three years, sixteen point five million. I think he'll be a real stabling presence on their blue line. Our former goalie Kinky Kincaid. Signs a one-year deal with the Habs. Good, good luck good for you. For, good for you. Good for you. Million dollars. One lands at one. You're gonna one. see good as as you're, long as Price sp- doesn't get hurt. You're, you're gonna see splinters in your ass. Yep, you're gonna see a good solid 15 games. Uh, another one that had no excitement behind it because <laughs> everybody knew it was happening for the last like three or four days. Tyler Myers leaves Winnipeg and signs with the Vancouver Canucks five times six. So he's basically getting thirty million. Good for you. I don't. Again, we don't know what the the breakdown is, mm-hmm. what signing bonuses and whatnot go. And Gustav, Gustav Nyquist, another name that floated with the Devils thing about a potential, but is heading to Columbus four times five and a half. Good for him. That's about twenty two million dollars. Uh, but man, does it suck to be Columbus? You lost Bobrovsky. You lost Duchesne. Duchesne. You lost Panarin. You you went all in. You did pretty well. You, you made a, You took a swing at it. You, you lost Dezingle because I don't think he's coming back. Dezingle. There was word that he had some some budding heads issues with the the head coach over there. Um, who I forget who their who's yeah. their head coach? Tortorella. Oh yeah, yeah. I wonder why he had. Uh... Uh, Corey yeah. Perry went to uh, where did he go? I believe he went to Dallas. Dallas, didn't he? yes. 
But he got like a two year deal. I wouldn't be I wouldn't feel safe giving him a two year deal. I give him prove it, right? I give yeah, prove to me. Andre Sakara went to Dallas, Joe Pavelski went to Dallas. Corey Perry one oh he did he did get a one year. One One and a half. I'd be fine with that. I would have been good with that. So you wanted to talk about the unsigned so far? Yeah, give, give, so, me, give me the name, yeah. and I'll tell you what I would offer them. Okay. So we have a top 50 over here off of the website, ProHockeyRumors.com. Um, they're good for other sports, so I figured, what the hell? They're probably good at hockey. Uh, they had their top 50, so we'll go all the way at the bottom at 50. Uh, Derek England from the Vegas Knights. Yeah. Or, or, I'm sorry, it was more of the um, where they projected him to go. Um, oh, no, he's, he is with the Knights. It's called the Knights. I'm I'm just trying to hit the the remaining. What that are unsigned? Yeah, yeah, he's one of them. Or you're just looking at big names. Um. Well, this is the list. So let's see. Andersley is the top of the list right now. Mm-hmm. He made three point seven five. If I'm him, I'm I would depending on what team is going after me. He had fifty one points last year, thirty eight goals. Um, he's looking to probably double his salary. So he's looking for seven and a half. I think that's a little high. I mean, unless the Islanders have to do something. So the Islanders might want to bring him back at that. Let's see. Marcus Johansson. He made 4.58 last year. He only had 30 points, 13 goals. You said he's looking for, he's looking for long term. Yeah. I'd give him two years, but not at what he's asking for. I heard something about five by five. No. Give him two by, I don't know, three. There aren't a lot of teams I'd be able to give him five million that long. You want five million? I'm going to give you a three-year contract. You want a five-year contract? I'm giving you two million. Yeah, because it's... You, or, you, or I'm giving you three million. I think, and I think I mentioned it before we started recording, for, I would love Marcus Johansson back on the Devils. The problem is not for a long time because our division is rough and tough. And he's not. And he's a little shaky injury-wise because of the concussions and all that kind of stuff. It's not a knock on him. He did great in the playoffs. Congratulations. You're going to go against the Flyers who beefed up, the Rangers. There's that you know that whole rivalry re- reinvigorated right now, right? Ottawa. It's Pittsburgh. It's... Ottawa would be a good fit for him. Yeah, but I think Ottawa. he wants to win now. So yeah, it's... well, fuck. Yeah, you, do you want your money or do you want to win? Because if you want to win... Well, you're not getting five million times five. If you want your money, you're going to Ottawa. You're going to Carolina. You're going to Colorado. Could be a good fit for him too. Maybe, yeah, because they have enough cap space to. So, Anders Lee's probably looking Colorado. Marcus Johansson's probably looking Colorado. Um, I have a quick funny: uh, the Carolina Hurricanes Twitter account. Um, tweeted out, will we match the offer sheet for Sebastian Ajo? The two answers for their poll are yes and we. (laughs) (laughs) And and the first fucking comment from somebody is, how about these bunch of jerks? (laughs) I'm sorry. I find that being so fucking humorous. I don't know. I don't know which one to pick. Yes or we? Which one? We. Okay. We vote. Ah, the yes is at 61%. Oh, well. Uh, Jake Gardner, probably right at the moment the best defenseman 
available. He had three goals, 30 assists last year. If you took him, you'd have to trade somebody, right? Again, depends on what team is looking for Plus. a defenseman. Ottawa, it might be looking for a defenseman. It, it goes down to what the player wants. He's 27 years old, 28 years old. Do you want your money where you're going to set up your family for the rest of your life, or do you want to win? And that and that's the real question. I mean, is do, if Jake Gardner wants to win, or even if you're looking Anders Lee or Ben Hutton, Mike Smith signed, da, 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 Furlan, Dezingle. I'd like Dezingle. I'd take a crack at Dezingle. Uh, let's see. Peter Morazic, Patrick Maroon, they said that he's not going to sign in St. Louis. It's, it's funny. He says, oh, I want to go back and have, you know, spend time with family and things like that. But you had one year with your kid, and now you want to leave. Yeah. Now you're going to leave. Derek Broussard, you know, these guys are on the other side of 30. Derek England, Pominville, the Reverend, Reverend Lovejoy, McQuaid. They was talking about Lovejoy possibly going to Tampa on like a one-year. Yeah, they already got their guy. Um, they signed Luke Shen. Dion Phaneuf. Like, Phaneuf is Phaneuf. Yeah, Michael Delzato, Girardi. These are all guys that it's if you want to win, you're, you, you almost have to sign for nothing on mm-hmm. a good team. But if you're looking for money, you're going to go to an Ottawa. You're going to go to Carolina. You're going to go to Columbus, which has a fuck ton of money now because they lost everybody. All right, so going through the list real fast again, Jake Gardner, he, had, he made $4 million last year. He's probably looking for a bump up of about 2 to $3 million. He's probably looking at 6 or 7 Again, see Ottawa. Um, ben Hutton. Played 69 games. He had 20 points last year. He made $2.8 million for Vancouver. I think he would sign somewhere for relatively the same price. Michael Furlan. He had 40 points last year, 17 goals, rough and tumble winger. Uh, if he's looking for long term, I would say no because those kinds of players don't last long and he's 27 years old. Mm-hmm. I'd give him three years if we didn't already have Miles Wood. Because same kind of player. Same with Dezingle. Although Dezingle's got far more uptick. He had 56 points last year on 26 goals. 1.8 million. He's probably looking somewhere around $4 million. Uh, He'd be a good one in Montreal. Vancouver. Brett Connolly. He signed. Da-da. Dylan Scoy. Ben Sherratt. I don't even know who you are. You're a defenseman. Uh, Peter Morazic had a good season, 40 wins, was it? 40 games played. He had Volomov, another guy, 27 wins, 28 wins. Potentially going to at least the Islanders at this point. Yeah, one of these guys is going to the Islanders because they don't have a goalie. Uh, Brian Boyle, I feel bad. Go to to Buffalo. I feel bad. Yeah, I don't even think they have the room for him, space-wise, not money-wise. Um, Derek Broussard, another guy I feel bad for. He had a bad season, 24 points. He, he didn't work out in Pittsburgh. He really didn't work out in Colorado. He might go to the Islanders. I think Lou's got to do something. Yeah, he's got to do something. He's sitting on his old balls right now. <laughs> Pominville's probably going to get a PTO. Lovejoy will get a PTO. McQuaid will get a PTO. I wouldn't be surprised if Fanuf gets a PTO. 
one goal, six assists last year, $7 million. So if you take all these UFAs, even, even we'll go with the, who's left from a restricted standpoint that you can honestly make waves about? There's only two, right? Patrick Laine and Mitch Marner. Kyle Connor. And Kyle Connor. Okay, so of, of those three, would you even do any of them? Would yes. You, would you offer sheet any of them? Yes. Who? Kyle Connor. Okay. Given um, that mid-tier? Yeah, mid-tier I'd money. give him exactly what Montreal offered Ajo. Okay. Um, of all the remaining people that are out there, with what with the moves that we've made between trade between draft and today, which is what PK Subban and um, and Wayne, Wayne Simmons. Simmons. Um, Does he wear seventeen? I, I, I can fucking get my uh, my Michael Ryder jersey fixed. <laughs> we don't have a seventeen, right? Nope. Uh, Agostino, but well, he he's left. gone. Yeah, he so left. now now he's open. Um. Would you feel comfortable getting at least another top nine winger? Mm, no. Again, if you go out and get another winger. So right now, what they basically did is they said uh, Boquist is going to be a bottom six player. Okay. He's going to have to push Simmons out of a top six or push Brat out of a top six. Okay. Unless their plan is to move Brett down, and then it's going to be Nico Hall, Palmieri, Simmons, Boquist, Hughes, Hughes. So, so essentially, if you sign a, I'll say top nine. We'll, you we'll sign a top nine. You're, you're pushing. You're squeezing a kid out, right? You're squeezing out Joey Anderson. You're squeezing out. I think we're stuck with Wood. <laughs> um. We're do okay. Do we need one? Do we need a top nine? No, you don't. We, I think I'm comfortable. I mean, obviously, if we got like if you got Anders Lee, like you said, cheap, I'm not going to sit here and go boo hoo hoo. No, but I'm comfortable with our 12 forwards right now because if you just went based on randomness here and you're keep obviously we're going to be keeping Zaka at wing Hall Heesher Brett Simmons Hughes Palmieri Wood Zajac Zajac Boquist uh, uh, what about Coleman I think you move Coleman down now and now you just saw see like now you're pushing somebody out so now your fourth line is Zaka Coleman Coleman and Hayden with Anderson as your extra guy. I I also think it's one of those I know you want to I know you want to use Matt, No, camp. matter of fact, I totally Well, yeah, no, I kept it right. I, I put Brett on the first line. If if it I know you want training camp to be a um uh what do you call it? You want training camp to be a, a competition and get your best team out there. If an Anders Lee comes knocking on your door saying, I want to stick it to Lou, give me, let's work with these numbers, okay? Is Anders Lee an upgrade over uh, Boquist, Joey Anderson, uh, Bratt, um, and, yes. and, yeah. um, and Coleman? If, if you were to sign, again, and I'm not 
talking I'm talking about for reasonable money, not for what he's looking seven plus. That, yeah, that's and not for long term. Okay, I don't want somebody long. I don't want Anders Lee long term. So okay, so you'd look for four, five, three, three to five years. Three, three times five and a half. I'd be okay with. Okay. Um, if you were to go, he it becomes Hall, Heisher, Lee. Brett, Hughes, Palmieri. Lee's a winger, though. I did. Hall, Heischer, Lee. Um, You're pushing Joey Anderson into the minors. And then our defense, our right side is very good. PK now becomes our number one. Vatanen and Severson. And then you have our left side. I'm probably pairing uh, Ty Smith with Green. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, the defense is going to be that's interesting. A, that's my other thing is, okay, like I, I, in my preference, I want another top nine. But do we also, do we need to bring anybody in for defense? Considering that you now have somebody like a Marco Mueller and um, Connor McCarrick and um, who else is going to be there? And, and maybe Butcher. one of the kids. And one of the kids. So you have Butcher. Hopefully, we get it signed. Butcher and and Ty Smith. You have Green and who? Green and, and Ty Smith. Uh, Green and Ty Smith, Butcher and Severson. Butcher and, and Severson, and I guess you would put Sammy and PK together. Yes, that, and that's kind of the... I mean, I I would like a, a more defensive defenseman than Sammy Votnin, just because he's a fucking wild card, mm-hmm. and so is PK, and putting them together is, you know, jeopardy in the defensive zone. Mm-hmm. Uh I would like, again, they don't have Ty Smith here, but I think like your your micro there is going to go to, he should go a two-way deal. And Connor Carrick's going to be your seventh defenseman. Okay. Where every once in a while he's going to take Ty Smith out so that Ty Smith can watch. Mm-hmm. You're almost doing the, the what we do with Butcher. Just Yeah, Butcher, he, needs, to, Butcher needs to get, yeah, I'm wrong. Sammy Votnin's a left-handed is a left defenseman. So our right defensemen are PK Severson and Connor Carrick and our left-hand defensemen, our lefty defensemen are Andy Green, Votnin, Micro and Butcher. Well, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Anders Lee has agreed to terms <clears throat> with the Islanders. So, there goes that talk. <laughs> the All fact right. that free agency is a mind fuck it's fun. It is. It's fun. Could we have had Anders Lee? Maybe. I don't know. I want to see what he signed for. I think that it's, it's just leaking out now, so I'm sure we'll get fucking terms by the time we finish recording the podcast. And apparently Nick Lappin has signed a two-way deal with the Blues. Oh, no. There goes my Army. Uh, oh, no. There, yeah, there goes my uh, military night jersey. Nick Lappin for yeah. captain. <laughs> Somebody's got to replace Pat Maroon, right? So there you go. Free agency is a fucking thing, man. Usually I'm on my way down the fucking shore and flipping and just being depressed. This year, not so much. 
I, well, I, I mean, you didn't get anybody other than you wanted, though. Like, you were all star-fucking. Well, P.K. Subban. Yeah, but I mean, like, you were like, oh, we're, we have to get Marner, or we have to get one of these. We're, I mean, I'm not saying it's not out of the realm of possibility. We definitely still could offer sheet. It's it's one of those things that I feel in my gut, that the fact that there's absolutely no news about devil's things. And we still have $20 million to spend. There's no news at all on Marner things. Fuck it, even Patrick Line. Like, there's no, for our team itself, there's no there's no rumbling. It's like Lula Amarillo time. And the fact yeah. that he pulled out of Wayne Simmons, the fact that he pulled out a PK trade out of the fucking air. It, it, it's, I think he's setting up this team to go, look, Taylor, we're going to the playoffs. And guess, yeah, he, and, and guess what? At, and, and come whatever, right? Right before training camp, I'm going to slap down a piece of paper and I go, is this something that you're interested in? Let's go. Yeah, I think Hall's getting 10 AAV. I mean, and if you look at it, I, I, I've read things today where, like, he played with P.K. Subban. He likes his excitement. Um, he played with uh, Wayne Simmons on, on an all-star team or something, and he liked his – like, it feels like Ray Shira's, like, milking, like, Taylor's yeah, he's doing, tea he, to go, like – He's hey. doing the, the anti-Lou, where Lou was like, Scott Niedemeyer, I want to play with my brother. All right. See you. Have fun in California. <laughs> Shira's like, well – who what are your can friends? I do to make you happy? <laughs> hey, Taylor Hall, let me look at your social media. <laughs> let me look at yeah. all your friends. Who's your favorites? <laughs> but, hey, there's a long, long off-season for us to fill the holes that we've lost with all these restricted, all these fourth-plus, fifth-liners, you know, busting into the AHL guys. Should be a fun summer. Indeed. Off to some wrestling news. Big news in wrestling. Whew, yeah, that Jinder Mahal contract, man. <laughs> he just had knee surgery, too. That was the big news. Because get it? He's got big knees. <laughs> he does. He has big knees because he's a big guy. Yeah, I, mean, I know. And I'm sure he... his knee failure has nothing to do with, like, steroids or anything. Oh, my but, God, no, with his fucking acne chest. Yeah, I mean, I remember when he was, like, 170 pounds soaking wet with fucking quarters in his pockets, and now he's 230 jacked in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe less. Signs of five, you know what? And had the five-year deal probably has nothing to do with the amount of money is in his pockets that just causes knees to give out. Yeah, it, that's it. It's the quarters that were weighing him down. <laughs> out of out of all the people you want to see on the fucking TV, Jinder Mahal well, gets a five-year deal because they go to India every year, so they got to pump up the guy that is sort of brownish Indian style. That's why he was the champion for that I, long. I know because it bled right into hey ticket sales. And then once the ticket sales are over, eh, fuck him. I mean, he's not bad. He's a good heel. Right. But it is Mojo it is. Rawlings. And the, Can- and the Canellis couple. I heard they walked out. The Canellis couple? Yeah. I thought they walked out too. But. I heard they walked out that like he was like, I want to do more than 207 or whatever the fuck it is, 205 Live. Apparently now, because of what we're going to talk about next, 205 Live, see ya. Goodbye. Now you have a whole roster full of lightweights. Cool. Maybe they could start an X division. <laughs> so the big news uh, in wrestling, that the two big news is that actually happened with the next two stories, but the big news, big, 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 big news. Um, apparently the WWE has signed Paul Heyman to be the executive director of Raw and has signed Eric Bischoff to be the executive director of SmackDown Live. 
Well, you, this, your, your first comment was, that's bullshit. This is a farce. It's a ratings grab. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a rating spikes, spike, spikes for today and tomorrow. And then people are going to realize that if it gets mentioned tonight in that, like, we've got breaking news and they, they show, like, the office door and it says Heyman and, mm-hmm. and whatever, if that's where they're going with it, then this is complete horseshit. That this is just a ratings grab to see what it is. If they don't mention it at all, I think you go till the next pay-per-view, which is Extreme Rules, doing whatever storylines they set up. Right. And then from that moment on, it's the Eric Bischoff-Paul Heyman show. Now, let's take it for face value. Um, Vince maybe taking a small step back, Triple H taking a step back from the gorilla position to let these two guys. Now, look, you can talk about all you want about, oh, I hate Bischoff. Oh, I hate Heyman. They did nothing. Look, Vince bought them out. The fact that you now have Vince McMahon, you have Eric Bischoff, who in the grand scheme of things ran a terrific WCW until he he got burnt out. Well, not only that, he got, he got corporate. Corporationized. That's the best way to put it. I don't even know if that's a word. I just made that shit up. That's fine. But it, it makes sense that Paul Heyman had great ideas but didn't have a big wallet to True. keep ECW alive and viable. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's why WWE was able to just kind of swoop in and, and take them. Eric Bischoff took a wrestling company in WCW and turn them into a household entertainment company. Mm -hmm. I agree with NWO and whatnot. And the way he did it, the problem that where he peaked and where the Valley came down for WCW was when, and I said it, I believe last week was when time Warner and AOL merged merged. Yep. And now there's a bunch of guys in suits who are looking at bottom lines and are looking at ratings and they're trying to tell Eric Bischoff who he wasn't the only one who came up with these ideas, but that, oh, you should do this and you should do that and you should get rid of this and you should get rid of that. And his whole peak arc valley, you know, just fell down Mm -hmm. because he couldn't keep it all together in the sense of what he needed to and that's where WWE at that time in the what 2000s right didn't have to answer to anybody cuz it was Vince's company right. so they could get edgy they could get the you know puppies and bra and panty matches and you know uh all your attitude era stuff all your TV. hell in the cell throwing Mick Foley you know blood matches by the way what is it 20 years? Yeah, Happy 20 anniversary years. this week? Last yeah. week? Yesterday, I think yeah. it was. Happy anniversary, Mick Foley. I tweeted him. I go, did you heal? have you healed up yet? <laughs> <laughs> but it... And now, it's almost come full circle where Vince is the corporized company where he has to answer to stockholders, so he can't be as edgy and whatnot as anymore. So now, maybe it... I, I hate to think of it this way. Like you said, maybe he takes a step back and lets Heyman and Bischoff run it 
And if the stockholders have anything to say, he could turn around and say, well, I put these guys in charge. Don't blame me. I also think it has a lot to do with the fact that Fox is not happy where the ratings are. Yeah, did you mention last week or you mentioned in a, in a message or something yeah. like that that they, they or I saw online something of that nature that they were like, I, we don't like the way this is going. We need a meeting. And I think that Fox basically said, like, if you don't turn these ratings around by the time you're supposed to come over to us, which is, I want to say it's in January or something, mm-hmm. this deal might be dead. Yep. Uh, breaking news, Andrews Lee, seven by seven. Seven years at seven average. About a million too much. <clears throat> I, I just think because that meeting idea broke and then the whole Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff got hired for these roles kind of came out like in the next breath. So I don't know if the two, if it was just it like if this was getting thing. brought on to begin with. Mm-hmm. Again, it, it's it's an awesome idea if you let Paul Heyman run the show and don't handcuff him if you let Eric Bischoff run the show and don't handcuff him and don't 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 do this is a Smackdown versus Raw Bischoff versus Heyman WCW versus ECW ECW don't do that just get rid of the fucking wild card rule and let these two guys build up their magic do their magic and build up their superstars on their show how they see to be or how they seem to please you can't after what bischoff did after what Heyman did you can't deny their creativity and that and that's what vince needs is he needs fresh ideas he needs new ideas he needs creativity with his and and the way you can see the, the whole organizational structure now is you know Ray Shearer gets old in the tooth. He needs to bring somebody in. He's now like director of whatever the yeah. hockey operations. And then you bring in a GM underneath. So Vince gets bumped up to, you know, wrestling operations. Yeah, just like Vegas did where, what's his name? Uh, oh, my God. I could look at his fucking face. I could see his face right now. I went to his hockey camp, too. But he got, they didn't want to lose their G, their assistant GM. Yeah, so they, so they bumped up. him up to GM and then bumped the other guy yeah, up, up to, to president direct. of operations. Yeah. Yeah, but if Vince doesn't get involved, this can work. Mm-hmm. But if Vince doesn't get does still put his stamp of approval on anything, then it makes absolutely no sense to what he did. And neither one of these guys are going to sit there and be yes men now. Mm-mm. Now that all they answer to is Vince, they don't answer to Stephanie, they don't answer to Triple H. Right. And if Vince starts poo-pooing or saying no to everything, they'd walk. Both of these guys are gonna be like, "Fuck it, I'm out." Yeah, I don't need this. I'm resigning from this particular position. I'm gone. Yeah. I I I want to know why Triple H got passed over. I think he didn't want it. From what I read, he didn't. He just he just said no. I don't I don't want the SmackDown thing, and that was it. That's because he wants raw. He wants the big cake. Well, he's got NXT, and I and right now I think NXT has a bigger piece of cake than than your no, main. He wants the big cake. Oh, he wants the Vince chair. He wants, he wants the, the gorilla for, chair. He wants. Well, he had the gorilla chair. No, he wants. Oh, the gorilla. the gorilla chair, okay. as in the he, he wants the director. Paul of Heyman answer to me, and and Bischoff. Wait, which you know what? I'd be okay with. He's young enough. He he gets it. Yeah, but 
and apparently is he young in wrestling years i mean i don't want it to happen and god forbid but triple h and dog in wrestling dog years is uh oh, yeah he's about a heart attack away from true but look and apparently like Vin, because vince had no idea of of anything outside of his little wwe bubble which is another thing that they said he brought these guys in because they know wrestling like <laughs> they know AEW like they know it's coming up fast and furious or maybe they didn't want he didn't want to lose them to AEW to AEW which is true too look they're typing they're taking lots of swings at at trying to be this one this one at least is an educated guess you know like all right bring in two great wrestling minds to work together to be probably the three most influential wrestling minds in the last 40 years to take them out of this pit of misery yep dilly dilly um so we talk about aew apparently they had um some kind of online streaming i don't think it was a pay-per-view but it was like an online streaming pay-per-view-ish kind of show my buddy was trying to find it on his uh it was something. It was probably like, on like it was probably like something on like Twitch or something like that. Like it, it was like an online streaming thing uh, called Fighter Fest, F Y T E R Fest. Um, and apparently, Cody Rhodes decided to take an unprotected chair hit to the head from Ty Dillinger or whatever and his new name. Busted his head wide open and gushed everything. Now, my only problem with this mm-hmm. is they made like they came out and made comments about it that it was. Oh, it was part of the, the. It was part of the show. This is what Cody wanted, mm-hmm. you know, for it to look as real as possible, and it is, and you know, that it's gimmicked was the thing I saw. That like, this is what his gimmick is going to be. I guess Ty Dillinger or whatever it is. Why say anything? You know who should be making the comment? Ty fucking Dillinger should be the one being like. Everybody should watch their back of their head. Bang. Mic drop. Now he's a heel. Now he's the bad guy. He went from being perfect 10 to being... A career killer kind of role. like Right, but, he, but yeah, at least it's yeah. something different. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that the, the flack ended up being... I'm assuming it's because of all the stupid concussion protocol-ish kind of stuff or, or, or this, that, and the other thing. And a lot of people's response was, okay... Today, you're complaining about Cody Rhodes taking a chair shot to the head. Meanwhile, for, I don't know, five years or what have you, uh, Mick Foley was taking concertos. Right. With, you know, flying Didn't off. they have a match where there was fucking thumbtacks? Yeah. And, <laughs> like, Didn't the... Dean Ambrose fucking DDT someone onto thumbtacks? Right. And we're worried about a chair shot? The whole thing was, it's not like one of these where, where you know, top 10 Corey Dillinger, or Corey Dillinger... <laughs> sorry comes in and just like look you know like picks up a chair and like swings it and fucking hits cody in the head scripted it's it's not like he went off the cuff and did right it wasn't like he jumped out of the crowd unannounced and and snuck up like cody knew or or botched it right per se it didn't go as planned that's what they said of course not maybe fucking cody was supposed to turn you know, and put his hand up rock style to take mm-hmm. the chair shot. But it didn't happen that way. Accidents happen. That's why pencils have erasers. It, it, and it's it's just, did they do it to get the attention of whatever? 
like to to draw. Why not? I know that we're talking about it. They won. All that they have put out have been pay per views, and then again, the I think they're either the ratings or the buy in for this. Like the arena was almost like the stomping grounds pay per view, or it was tarped off and a little little light, much to be uh, a Devils Tuesday night, uh, yeah, Buffalo game. Yes, um, so that's probably another thing. What's apparently happening on the internet is that all these people who who are like pro WWE or pro whatever are just shitting on AEW for absolutely no reason, just to knock it down, as opposed to saying this is what the wrestling world needs. It needs look TNA is floating. They're doing what they're doing. Yeah, they're and, keeping their head. Okay, so you th- you you bumped up up a little. AEW is coming in with hellfire and brimstone, and then it should make. All three should make even a, um, ROH, so all four should be making each a, other better. Right. It should be. It should be forcing you to be a a rest. Like we at, talk about training camp, the competition should make your team better. At forty years old, I want to go from Sunday to Saturday and going. I'm watching every wrestling thing out there. I want to watch a WWE product, an AEW product. ROH on the on the web, a, you know AEW and TN. My whole week wants to be focused on wrestling, so that the next time we do a podcast kind of thing, it's like, oh, did you hear about so and so signing? I'm like, what's hockey? Well, the owner of AEW turned around and said that they're not accepting any more signings. So they're for roster. Okay. Good. I I as I said, my my impression of a good wrestling company is you have about. 45 wrestlers on your roster at best. Mm-hmm. And you work with what you have. And you, and you build mm-hmm. them up. And, and this, like I've said, we've said it before. Smells like, tastes like, looks like, whatever. It's WCW incarnate. Yeah. That's what they had. They had, they had their top 10. They had their middle. They had their, I'm going to run through a building and trip on a wire. <laughs> Yeah, they had their they had their Al Snows and the Blue Men, the Blue Meanies, kind of, or the LWO. Yes, you know, if we can drop it down that low, yes, the LWO. You had the LWO. Then you had your middle tier, Jericho, Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, when he wasn't in the LWO kind of thing, your Saturns. Yeah. And, and then, then you had Sting. your Hogan, your Sting, your Vaders, your, your Flares. Everything, yeah, it it worked. WCW worked, and that's and look, this is all influential from Dusty. Dusty Rhodes was a great WCW guy, and I'm sure he told every goddamn story there was to his kids and go, there you go. And his kids are smart enough to go. I respect the business enough. Let's bring it back to what that was. WCW was supposed to be about wrestling, right? That's what the joke was. It's all about wrestling. It's not entertainment. Bring back the wrestling. I'll be happy. Well, I think it's going to be also that these young guys are have been on the indie circuit long enough to know either you work together to make something successful and then you worry about your end mm-hmm. rather than I'm coming to your company. I want guaranteed creative control. I want X salary. I want yeah. private jet to every event. You come in guns blazing. You're just going to sit on the sidelines and that's it. So we're going to end up taking a break probably yeah. for a week or two, and then we'll come back with hockey and wrestling. Obviously, if something big happens. We'll do, yeah, we'll do the. 
I, I think as the as the summer rolls along, and we're going to end up from from a HSSK pod standpoint, we are going to turn in the, into the Pierre LeBron um, and Bob McKenzie's. We're going to retreat to our cottages and drink wine and be silly for for the summer months when it's really dog shit slow. Yeah, we've probably got I'd say another three shows for the summer for hockey and wrestling. We'll and do a we'll do a show about free agency. Sure, wrap when it wraps when the majority of it wraps up. We'll do a show about leading into training camp and predictions. Yeah. And there there there, there will be side projects uh, for this show. Um, whether you're into that side project or not, you'll you'll hear about it, not to worry. Follow our accounts on HSA Pod. Subscribe, unsubscribe. Do what you got to do. We're not taking the summer off. No. We're just taking our skates off to dry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, We're airing out our equipment. Yeah, especially those goddamn jock straps. Good Lord. <laughs> we work hard for this podcast. I really Paul do. Heyman believes general managers in the WWE are played out. Good. Yeah, I don't want to see John Laurentitis out there anymore. No, it, it's either I'm in charge. I'm in charge of Raw. I'm not a general manager. I'm in charge. Don't put a title on me. I'm in charge. I don't know what to say. Pretty soon you're going to be in charge of this podcast. I'm just <laughs> going to sit back and retire. I've put, it, I've put in my 10 years of podcasting. <laughs> you need to pick up the slack now. It's been a year. Um, we're getting there. A couple more weeks and it's a year for this hockey shit. I mean, stuff. <laughs> and what have we learned in, our, in, in close to a year? You tell me. I don't know. <laughs> Neither do I. I learned that I have to speak closer to the mic. Yes. You have I learned to, that. You have to fillet the mic. We yes. learned that we had to turn the ceiling fan off, so we're sweating our asses off. <laughs> you do know you're prepping yourself for the side project, right? Because that's, that's, the, that's the end of the side project part. What did we learn? Okay. Hey. We're getting there. High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast, folks. The, your home. The home. The longest episodic podcast involving hockey and professional wrestling on the interwebs. Book it. On the information superhighway. Thanks, Al Gore. <laughs> HSSKpod.com, your home for the perfect blend of professional wrestling and hockey. Your pals, Rob and Dave. HSSKpod.com, you can get us all on our social media sites, Facebooks, the Twitters, you can... Download our podcast on the interweb, specifically on Player FM, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and the rest. Please interact with the show. We do appreciate some feedback and flack and all the rest. It's true. It's damn true, folks. Look, summer's going to be slow for hockey. Side projects are coming. Please enjoy everything that is the Rob and Dave show. It's not it's the title true. of the side project. It's something else. Something about grabbing and wiggling, and not, I don't know. That's for later. Um, Dave, do you have anything for the fine folks here after listening to this glorious, glorious uh, podcast here? Enjoy your summer and toodles.